0: Hey guys, welcome to Unpopular Opinions with Nick. On this podcast, we will be discussing all things culture, politics, lifestyle, and current events. Come along for the ride. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unpopular Opinions with Nick on today's episode... We're going to be discussing gas prices reaching the highest point in seven years. We have not seen prices this high since November of 2014 under President Obama. Next, Hunter Biden, foreign energy expert, master artist, and the smartest person Joe Biden knows, has a sex tape leak and loses his third laptop. Next, the consumer price index surges as inflation continues to ravage the nation, and mask mandates. They're back, and Believe it or not, if you criticize the exalted Dr. Fauci, some people want that to be considered a hate crime. Welcome to Unpopular Opinions with Nick. Let's get started. Alright, welcome guys. Hope everyone's getting ready for a great weekend. Uh, Unfortunately, things might be a little more expensive for you if you're planning on doing any traveling. So, gas prices, as we know, and as I'm sure we're all seeing at the pumps for everybody, uh... Anywhere in the country at this point, they're seeing prices are above three dollars a gallon uh, West Coast and uh, New York. I believe we're seeing above four and five dollars a gallon. So I hope you guys don't mind the uh, extra pinch on your wallet. Uh, but let's talk about why the gas prices are getting so high right now. It seems like ever since January 2021, when when uh, Obama, it feels like Obama's back in office uh, when Biden was. Sworn in gas prices have just been, it's not even a steady climb, just on a rocket ship to the sky. Uh, Joe Biden, first day, one of his, I think, 18 executive orders, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline uh, to appease the climate change crowd without any other, um, no other justification for it. So um, that gas, the demand's not going to go away just because our most efficient way of transporting it gets shut down by a power-hungry government official who's as far as i can tell as corrupt as they come um but the irony of it all uh just the other day after the senate passed a 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill uh, that includes no new gas taxes because gas prices are already sky high uh, biden is asking opec to produce more gas because of the, the demand this is just this is unbelievable instead of Instead of us working with North American companies, uh, we're asking the Middle East to produce more gas so we can proceed to spend more money to fund potentially Middle Eastern terrorist groups or at least governments that are sympathetic to these terrorist groups that hate the United States. This is the biggest joke I've ever seen. Like, no one who has two functioning brain cells... Would do this. But let's be honest, Joe Biden can't string together two sentences without stumbling over his words. He clearly doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. I don't know how they're dragging him through this presidential term and how they dragged him across the finish line, but this is, we are such a laughing stock right now. So, uh, you know, I hope you guys don't mind spending just truckloads of cash to travel um because this is just absolute insanity um the prices that we're seeing on gas but hey uh, maybe the people that vote for Biden maybe they love it maybe they want to help us out pay our pay our gas bills who knows but uh yeah next story we're going to look at uh also related to Joe Biden. He's got a lot going on in the news today, um, but this one relates to his son, Hunter. So this one. First of all, just if you haven't heard of this story, ask yourself why and then flip the script and say, OK, if this were a Republican's son or Donald Trump's son, Don Jr. or any of his other uh, children, just imagine what kind of media coverage would be given to this story. And let me just let me ask, you know, how much have you heard of this story? Because we already know the media is very, very friendly to anyone in the democratic party, especially good old uncle Joe. uh, After they suppressed Twitter, suppressed the New York post story uh, about Joe Biden's first laptop that he lost. So, (laughs) or not Joe Biden's laptop, sorry, Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, I think, uh, 20% of voters somewhere around there said they would have actually changed their vote had they been aware of that story uh, when it came out back in October. But thanks to the big tech bros and the media complex that is just working hand-in-hand with the government, uh, they covered up that story pretty exceptionally. And uh, yeah, that now we have uh, a senile old man running the most powerful country in the world. But his genius son who is the smartest man joe biden knows smartest man you can find that quote online multiple times from good old joe um there's a new story out of the daily mail uk and uh there's a hunter biden video that's been leaked where he's been discussing scandals and potential blackmail with a prostitute so first of all this video i, I hate i uh Read the transcript, please. Don't watch it, or if you are gonna play it, just turn off the TV and listen. It's I, no one wants to see this, um, but let's recount Hunter's Hunter's laptops before we get into the geniusness of recording your your sexcapades with prostitutes while being the son of a public figure. Um, so the first laptop that no one heard about, except in conservative circles. Uh, Hunter Biden left it at a Delaware PC repair shop. Totally forgot about it, you know, over 90 days, uh, never came back to claim it. So at that point it was forfeit to the PC owner or the shop owner where, uh, he ended up giving that laptop to various other parties, uh, because it had a lot of what should have been incriminating evidence, uh, of, Hunter potentially brokering deals that might give kickbacks to Joe Biden while he was working with Burisma because he's just, you know, an absolute genius when it comes to foreign energy, having no previous expertise in it whatsoever. He was making $15,000 a month in the Ukraine. No, was it 15 or 50? I think it was $50,000 a month working for Burisma in the Ukraine. Um, And there were texts saying, you know, 10% for the big guy. I'll let you imagine who that might be. Uh, But so that's the first laptop he lost. Genius that he is. Second one was confiscated by the FBI from, I think, his therapist's office in association with tax evasion and money laundering. This one, I didn't even hear much about. Uh, And I keep my ear to the ground for any and all news. But yeah, FBI... Is investigating Hunter Biden for tax evasion and money laundering. So the next time you see him promoting a book on ABC or CNN, just remember that there's supposed to be an ongoing investigation into him for tax evasion and money laundering. And I wonder who or what he could have been laundering that money for. Keep it in mind. And this third one that he confirmed on this video was stolen by Russian drug dealers in 2018 during a Vegas bender. All right, so here's some of the uh, some of the conversation that he was recorded having with this prostitute. Uh, that he recorded on his la- like why? I just I don't. Why would you record these conversations? It, it you know there used to be like a TV show I think called like the world's dumbest criminals can we bring that back episode one Hunter Biden and just run a whole expose on the Biden family? Because this is a joke. So some of the transcript hunters over here talking and he's explaining, uh, this bender to this prostitute that he's with. So he says, and so I'm sitting there and that's the last I remember. And I don't ever pass out ever. I wake up and the only people that are, there are Miguel, the guy frantically running around gathering things up. Okay and Miguel, and Pierce, this guy, his friend. They had kicked everybody out, and they had cleaned up the entire place, everything okay? And they were getting ready to leave, and I woke up, and there was this Russian 35-year-old, really nice, pure brunette. She refused to leave, and they wouldn't call an ambulance, and they didn't know whether I was dead or not at first. And so he's recounting how he was basically damn near overdosed on whatever drugs he was doing, and the people he was with clearly didn't didn't care. Um, but then he proceeds to say, I think he's the one that stole my computer. I think the three of them, the three guys that were like a little group, the dealer and his two guys, I took them everywhere. So he was close with these. Like he took these people places and they just ripped him off because he's clearly running around with great company. Uh, so he says, I, I took them everywhere, effing everywhere, crazy, out of your mind stuff he doesn't say stuff but for the sake of keeping this clean well uh censor so then uh the prostitute asks him what was on the laptop and he says they have videos of me doing this he said referring to the film sex that he had just finished they have videos of me doing crazy effing sex effing you know my computer, I had taken tons of, like, just left that cam on, and he would always put in a passcode and all that. You know what I mean? It was effing crazy stuff, and somebody stole it during that period of time. He did all this kind of, like, pretend search and stuff. So then the prostitute asked, you know, hey, are you worried they're going to blackmail you? Like, what's going to happen? And he goes, yeah, in some way, yeah, my dad... Uh, Then it becomes inaudible for a minute, and he says, running for president, he told her in a hushed voice. He said, he is, I talk about it all the time. So not only is he going around, Hunter Biden, this genius that Joe Biden knows, he's running around, having sex with prostitutes all the time, videotaping it, discussing all of his dirty laundry on camera, getting his laptop stolen, and... Just advertising that his dad is running for effing president. Are you kidding me? I don't know that anyone could have a lower IQ than this person. Like, not. there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Unbelievable. Uh, And so he continues, and he goes, if they do, he knows I make, like, a gazillion dollars. So this is at the time when he was still making a crap ton of money from Burisma, I'm sure, uh, and so then he's, the prostitute continues asking him a couple questions, and, uh, somehow, it's like, what was he gonna do with it, what is he worried they're gonna do with the videos, and so he, <laughs> he's worried that it's gonna be released, these videos will be released as a porno, and he goes, I'm worried Maybe he gets the money up front, and maybe it doesn't do a million dollars. Maybe it does three. Maybe nobody wants to see me naked. Then he says, maybe it's news interest, and because my dad's a public figure, they say we don't have to pay you anything because, of, because you're of interest in regular news. The prostitute then chimes in and says, I think you should just beat him to the punch. I think you should release your own video. As if anyone wants to see this middle-aged, drugged-up, disgusting human being doing anything. Like, Jesus. Uh. No. What? No. Good lord. Mm -hmm. So, now let's take this story and imagine if it were anyone on the conservative side of the aisle. Anyone who even had an R next to their name, regardless of how much of a fake republican they are imagine it was somebody related to mitt romney or uh, george w bush or liz cheney or donald trump if if this were one of the trump children this would be plastered all over the news for literally the next 4 months and they'd have, there'd be nicknames thrown about that like you wouldn't be able to escape it but this hunter biden and it, All of his sexcapades and just absolute idiocy and illegal acts. Like in the video, you can see that there's white lines on the dresser. It looks like they're doing coke right there. Not a single word from the media? Really? I mean, there's video of CNN from Project Veritas where uh, the president and lead political correspondent talk about, oh, we're not going to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop story back in 2020 because we don't believe the New York Post. This is insane. Like CNN has admitted that they're just the propaganda wing for the Democratic Party. The, the entire mainstream media, like the national news media, it's so clear. It's so clear. And I just, I can't believe... That these are the kinds of people that are taking over the country. There's no such thing as objective news anymore. It's not there. Uh, All right, so I think I'm going to pop a brain blood vessel if I continue to think about how crazy and effed up this is. All right let's get back to things that are uh, impacting our daily life so the consumer price index uh, for anyone who's not familiar with it it's basically a a basket a standard basket of goods that people tend to buy Um, and so that's how you can gauge uh, spending power and purchase power basically across different different time periods so if consumer price index goes up you know Goods tend to be more expensive now than they were in the past. Whereas, if it goes down, then you know it, it's a way to gauge inflation. The current consumer price index is up 5.4 percent from last year. And to put that into perspective, uh, some of these categories are up. By crazy percentages over the past year. So the average is 5.4%. Uh, food overall is 3.4%. But if you need any meat, poultry, fish, or eggs, it's up almost 6%. Um, limited service meals and snacks, so that's like fast food, that's up almost 7%, 6.6%. Energy, you know, if you like to keep your house warm or cool. Uh, Energy's up at, on average 23.8, but that doesn't tell the whole story because energy commodities like fuel oil and gasoline, gasoline's up 41.8% over last year and fuel oil is up 39.1%. This is insane. These policies that are being enacted right now by the current administration and the Democrats that are in power who are trying to push through a whole bunch of just garbage legislation to rip control away from the states and from the American people are actively hurting the public right now. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Tell me what good a policy does when it halves your buying power. You can't. There's no way this. And you know what? You know who this hurts the most? This doesn't hurt you know, the big business tycoons, this doesn't hurt the 1%. This hurts the standard working class who have to work from a budget, who have to work off of the money they have. You know what this does? It cuts into their savings. It cuts into their investments. It cuts into whatever they do. Some people might have to go into debt on their credit cards just to live because maybe they're already living paycheck to paycheck because of these policies. These stupid, stupid policies that are causing... 40, 50% price increases over last year. You've got to be kidding me. Why are we seeing this? Why is everything going up so high? I don't know. Like we just said, killing the Keystone Pipeline, which was huge in dropping gas prices. Maybe uh, paying people to stay home more money than they would make by going to work. So now people cannot produce the amount of goods that the demand is requiring. So what happens? For anyone who knows basic economics, when the supply curve shifts to the left, and the demand curve shifts to the right, the price goes up, the equilibrium price goes up, because it costs more to make these items, and you can't produce as many because you don't have the people to do it, so your cost per unit goes up, but the demand is increasing. So now, you have upward price pressure from both sides. You have upward price pressure from restricted supply, and you have upward price pressure from increased demand. Because the government is just printing money, spending our tax dollars, and sending it out to people for no, no freaking reason. None. There are jo- Everywhere I go, I've been to gas stations, fast food services, everywhere I've been, not a single place has said, oh yeah, we got plenty of staff. No. There has been short-staffed issues at every single business that I have frequented, or even been to, since 2021 hit. Since March, May, since the vaccine has been broadly available to everybody, there's no excuse for people to sit at home anymore. You've Every single person, age 12 and up, has had the opportunity to get the vaccine. There's no excuse. People should be getting back to work, and getting back on track. This is ridiculous. The government has no more reason to send checks to people, to sit on their butts at home. None. All right, so let's continue down the line here. Any items not considered food or energy? Let's look at this consumer price index here. Apparel, up 4.2%. New vehicles are up 6.4%. Here's the real kicker. You know, Usually you'd think, oh yeah, let's go buy a used car or used vehicle to save some money. Nope. Not anymore. Used vehicles are up 42%. There are used vehicles that cost more than new vehicles right now. Are you kidding me? Used vehicles cost more than new. In what universe does any of this make sense? A 42% price increase? Get out of here. There's no... Like, this is putting the squeeze on the American middle class like nothing we've ever seen before. I don't know about you guys, but I could go for some mean tweets and low prices right now. Like, this is absolutely unbelievable. Transportation services, up 6.4%. Physician services, up 4%. And then, for anyone who has extra money to spend... And wants to go on a vacation well pick your poison you can either drive with gas being up 40 percent or you can fly with airfare being up 19 percent, while service levels are at an all-time low all-time low the on-time percentage for most of these airlines right now is hovering in the mid to low 60 percent not a single person i've talked to who's been flying this current year has had a good experience on an airline Not a single person. There's delays and cancellations, and it's getting blamed on things like weather because these airlines are short-staffed and can't staff their planes and don't have the same number of flights going out as they used to. We are getting screwed so hard by the policies that are trying to be pushed by this government right now. And I don't understand why people continue to support it. It, do, it doesn't hurt the, the fat cats on Wall Street. It doesn't hurt the one percenters. In fact, they've made more money than ever this past year. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Microsoft, because everyone's gone digital and gone to the food delivery services, they've been making more money than ever. They don't care about these price increases. You know who does care? Somebody who's trying to save money to start a business. Somebody who's trying to save money for retirement. Somebody who's trying to save money for their kid's college fund. Oh, guess what? Now it costs me twice as much to fill up my gas tank. Damn. You know what, that extra 20 bucks or 40 bucks or 80 bucks over a course of a month, that was gonna go into my kid's college fund. Not anymore. Or that was gonna go into my retirement. Not anymore. Or that was gonna go into my small business fund for a company I wanna start. Not anymore. This is absolute insanity. But hey, on the bright side, guys, on the bright side, thank you, Joe Biden. July 4th was 16 cents cheaper than last year. (whistles) So glad I saved a whole 16 cents. (whistles) Makes up for the extra 40% on gas. 40% on energy. uh all right anyone else sick of this yet all right and finally as if we haven't lost our mind enough covid 15 days to slow the spread we're now in month what 18 17 something like that everyone's wigging out over this delta variant which by all studies, shows it's less lethal. Yes, it's much more transmissible. It's about as transmissible as chickenpox. But it's less lethal and less severe than the original alpha variant. Well, anyone who's worried about freedom, uh, new guidance out of the CDC is recommending masking up for vaccinated individuals. They base this guidance, right, because they say, Vaccinated individuals have just as much viral load in their nasal passages as non-vaccinated people. Okay, fine. What what study did they use to to validate that? They used a study out of India, which was using vaccines that are A, not nearly as effective, and B, not even approved for use, emergency or otherwise, not even approved in the United States. So they're basically just p- cherry picking a study out of whatever to back their narrative. It's like when you were in college and you had to write a paper and uh instead of having original thoughts and then uh you know like doing research first and then basing your opinions on the research that's out there. It's you would have your opinion and then you'd go to these research papers and you just cherry pick uh single quotes from these papers to back your to back your thesis and so you can take things out of context to make your paper say whatever you want that's what the cdc is doing the cdc is just picking studies cherry picking them to back whatever narrative they want and what do they want they want more government control they want people to be masked up because they're doing single variable analysis and they're worried about covid covid's not going away It will never go away at this point. So thank you, China. Thank you, Chinese Communist Party. And thank the Wuhan lab for leaking a freaking virus that was created there. Thank you. But the vaccines that we have are almost 100% against death. So why? Why should vaccinated people have to mask up? Why? Why? Everyone's had the chance to get the vaccine or they've already had COVID. And there are studies that show natural immunity and the vaccine are both very effective against this against this disease. And at this point, once you've had your vaccine, you're responsible for you. If I have COVID and you are vaccinated, there is almost a 0% chance of you dying from COVID. Almost 0% chance. It's less deadly than the flu after you've had the vaccine. It's like driving a car. Why do you care if I'm wearing a seatbelt if you're wearing yours? Me not wearing a seatbelt has no impact on you. None. And that's what this is. This will probably get me banned or throttled or someone somewhere is probably going to report this podcast. I don't care because common sense has gone out the window. Everyone's so scared of a disease that baseline has a 99.8, 99.7% survival rate. Hell, give me those odds on a slot machine. I'll play that all day. And with with the vaccine, it has almost 100% survival rate. It's less deadly than the flu. Everyone is running scared because, oh, we have increased infections. Yeah, but deaths aren't increasing. So because of all this fear that everyone's trying to peddle and all this government control that the governments don't want to give back, uh, LA and New York and all these other leftist municipalities, they're implementing uh, mask mandates and vaccine passports. And the Biden administration has talked about having to have a vaccine passport to uh, travel on the highways. That's A. Insane. Insane. And B, it's just massive, massive amounts of government overreach. So with all these leftist municipalities implementing mask mandates and vaccine passports, we're seeing school boards wanting to implement mask mandates for grade school children, children under 12 years old. Um, the number of children who have died from COVID or it is like 300-something out of 14 million confirmed cases. 300. Hundred something out of 14 million cases. So if you're afraid of your kid dying from being struck by lightning, you should be afraid of COVID for your child. But it statistically is a zero. 300 out of 14 million confirmed cases. So This is causing parents and school boards to clash in some pretty explosive ways. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen them on Facebook and YouTube. In Mount Vernon, Indiana, we had a doctor just lay it on the school board uh, about masks and and viruses. We're seeing parents stand up left and right about these mask mandates for children under 12. Because, again, kids need to see faces and facial expressions, they need to learn how to read facial expressions. Technology's already taken away a big human element and people are already don't communicate as well as they used to. If you make people kids grow up with masks on where they can't read facial expressions, we're going to have a whole bunch of kids who don't know how to communicate effectively. It's going to it's going to impact how quickly kids learn to talk, it's going to impact Storytelling, pronunciation, everything. So lots of explosive meanings from parents uh, and school boards. And so that'll be interesting to watch over the next few months. And finally, before I let you guys go, uh, I hope you like your free speech because not everyone does. Uh, there's a leftist scientist named Dr. Hotez. That just sounds like a Bond villain. Uh, he wrote a scientific paper, um, and it said... His, thesis was uh, uh, criticizing scientists, including Dr. Fauci, should be considered a hate crime. So first of all, we should be aware that uh, this person is not an objective participant. He, uh, he was funded in the past by the NIH, so he clearly has a dog in this fight. He wants to make sure Dr. Fauci looks clean, even though there's a lot of evidence uh, that shows he's implicated in the Wuhan lab. Uh, you can I covered a lot of that in my first podcast on the Dr. Fauci emails, um, and then you can also see Dr. Rand Paul, Senator Dr. Rand Paul, uh, taking Dr. Fauci to task. It's it used to be all over YouTube now. It's on Rumble, and you can still find it, I'm sure, online. Um, so this Dr. Hotez begins his paper saying. There's a troubling new expansion of anti-science aggression in the United States. It's arising from far-right extremism. So this is the typical leftist boogeyman, far-right extremism. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't, doesn't exist, right? But extremism exists on all sides. If anything, far-left extremism is much, much, much worse. And Tifa, anyone? You know, they only burned Portland for like a hundred days last year. Uh, but moving on, his he continues in his paper to say, A band of ultra-conservative members of the U.S. Congress and other public officials with far-right leanings are waging organized and seemingly well-coordinated attacks against prominent U.S. biological scientists. In parallel, conservative news outlets repeatedly and purposefully promote disinformation designed to portray key American scientists as enemies. Uh, so as far as I'm aware, the only person... Who's actually called Dr. Fauci an enemy One uh, of the people was Marjorie Taylor Greene And she says a lot of off-the-wall stuff So if that's the argument he's going to cling to It's it's pretty weak Now, there have been those who allege that Dr. Fauci committed crimes And that he has funded the Wuhan laboratory Which is backed up by facts And has been showcased in Senate hearings um, But yeah, I mean that's a pretty pretty weak claim but then he tries to go back to the standard uh, leftist talking point, and this is just—it's so played out, and just—they've got to come up with something else uh, because now he's calling uh, everyone on the everyone who doesn't agree with with him, right? Far right and. Then he conflates that with America first and trying to bring about some modern-day authoritarian regime, which, you know, this is all BS. If you look at the past four years, who has advocated for more freedom? Look at the actions. Who has said, hey, I cannot do something that someone would like me to do because of the Constitution? Whereas today you have Joe Biden instating an eviction moratorium that is completely unconstitutional and illegal. But he says well, I know I can't do it, but at least it'll buy time while it works through the courts. Are you kidding? Like, this is how democracy, not even democracy, we're a republic. This is how our government will fall. Because we have people who are blatantly ignoring the Constitution, and just doing it anyway and saying, well, let the courts strike it down. This is ridiculous. But the paper continues. Prior to 2021, a program of anti-science disinformation that dismissed the severity of the COVID-19 pandemic was aggressively pushed pursued by a White House committed to policies of America first. So he's calling out Donald Trump here, obviously. Uh, But if you look at it, Donald Trump actually shut down and took actions against the coronavirus before people said he should. And then he proceeded to get called a racist xenophobe by everyone on the left. We had positive cases, and freaking Nancy Pelosi goes out to Chinatown for dinner. You've got freaking... People in New York, I think it was de Blasio, going to a freaking parade with people. And everyone, because Trump shut down travel from China in January, everyone's calling him a xenophobic racist. There's a tweet by Joe Biden calling him exactly that. Like, do not be gaslit by these people. Do not let them just glance over all of the BS attacks that they've slung against all of their political opponents. If anyone is xenophobic, if anyone's authoritarian, we know exactly what side it's coming from. So back to the paper. The America First element of the far right focuses on nativism, anti-immigration, and a foreign policy built around strong military buildup and deterrence and confrontation with China. So he's misrepresenting the policy positions, but anti-immigration... There's a lot of people. There are polls that show a majority of Americans want fewer immigration, both legal and illegal. Like, and then I honestly don't uh, don't have any issue with having a strong military and calling out China on their BS. Because if we forget, before we forget, China's the reason we had to wear masks on our face for the last freaking year. This is why we're 18 months into 15 days to slow the spread. China. Okay, so this is all absolute, complete BS gaslighting. And so he continues to link this. He says, A darker view links it to voter suppression and loyalty tests to the former president that question the veracity of the 2020 presidential election. Who, who are the ones censoring here? You, you're not allowed to question the election when Democrats have questioned every single election that they've lost. There's video of it. Every single time, every single time they lose an election, they... Uh, object to it in congress i can pull you videos of all through 2016 through 2020 of people calling donald trump oh he's not the legitimate president uh there was russian interference blah 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 and now all of a sudden the shoe's on the other foot and we can't say two words get out so he continues and cites uh Stephen levitsky from harvard university uh Say, he points out how these elements converge to form a modern-day authoritarian regime seeking to concentrate power among a select few while limiting the reach of opposition groups. This is the game. This is what the left does. They accuse you of what they're actually doing. You want to look at the elite? Trump brought in people from outside of politics. Trump was outside of politics when he came into this. And so he had no ties. No, No one was able to buy him off. He took no salary. Okay, then you look at the left, and you look at the people who they, uh, who they put in places of power, either in left-leaning private companies or in their democratic—I'm going to call it a regime—and it's it's so gross and incestuous. You look at uh, just look at the people on Biden's uh, cabinet. They've been executives in Facebook, and they've been journalists at the New York Times, and uh, Stephanopoulos from uh, what what network is he on? He he was a ah uh, oh, frick I can't remember what network he's on. They're all, they're all blending together. But George Stephanopoulos was a campaign manager for the Clintons, and now he's a quote unquote unbiased independent journalist. Are you kidding me? Chris Cuomo and his brother, Andrew Cuomo. Oh yeah, everywhere you look, the people who are concentrating power among the select few is all on the left. Who's limiting the reach of opposition groups? Who's the? Who are the people actively censoring people on social media, on the internet, in the new town square? Mark Zuckerberg had an email chain with Dr. Fauci about, hey, What should we do on Facebook about things that don't uh, follow the science? Facebook is actively working with the government to censor people. Twitter is actively working with the government to censor people. The government is flagging posts for Facebook and Twitter to review, quote unquote. This is government censorship at the highest level. And so, this guy, Dr. Hotez. His main point here is, he goes through. He also continues, and he's comparing Trump and conservatives to Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin and Lenin. The same old, tried out. You know, get get a new, get a new insult. First of all, um, but he calls for. A public statement in defense of Dr. Fauci and these government scientists. He wants the president of the United States, together with science leaders at the federal agencies, to uh, extend federal hate crime protections to these people. Are you kidding me? So now there's going to be there are going to be laws against criticizing the government. Uh, hello? Authoritarian much? Everything, everything the left is doing, and everything the left is accusing the right of doing, they are doing the exact thing they're accusing the right of. And so, sure, let's go with, uh, you know, any any dictator in history. What have they done? They've used the government to control and censor information. If you get control of the news, if you get control of the public access to information, that is the first step in toppling any, any republic. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you guys with one recommendation before we hop off here. Uh, There's a great great documentary series on netflix called how to become a tyrant uh it goes through some of the worst tyrants in history it goes from hitler to stalin uh mussolini uh muammar gaddafi and it shows you if you pay attention if you watch you will see that these are the games and the rules that the left are following to a t to a t so, well, that's, uh, that's the end of the show for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it, uh, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Unpopular Opinions with Nick. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to your podcast. You can also interact with us on Facebook and Instagram at unpopularopinions.tm. Have a good one.